0: Get a Drag is the new
1: What's going on everybody, Pat DeBerry here, and we are back again with another installment of Dragon's New Spandex, or in honor of our 200th episode, All Queens and Me, featuring Oral. We'll Aww. posthumously call it what he wanted it called from the beginning. <laughs> uh, we miss Oral. But anyway, we are here to talk Drag Race Season 15, up until about the midway point, because we're recording this uh, just slightly after the midseason, and uh, yeah, that's how we do things here. I have reconvened the Council of Jameses, so joining me, we've got Brian. Hola. James. Which one? You're the (laughs) only one that goes by James. James.
2: It's me, hi.
1: You are the problem, it's you. And we have Jamie. Hello. What is up, my fellow Drag Race friends? Uh, There's a lot to talk about. 60 minutes worth of Drag Race. We will uh, have about 12 seconds uh, per topic to discuss them, just like the runways. And uh, yeah. Let's do this.
3: If so only got twelve wow. seconds of runway.
1: I mean, for some of them, less is more. Less True. is definitely more. But that's less trotting. Less trotting oh. is more. Cue those people. to Take out the spice.
2: Cue the snipers. Oh.
1: I don't know how I, I don't know if we, we were able to repeat that just yet, but uh, listen, cumin had a good run on the show. <laughs> Which has has everybody watched that episode of uh, the pit stop? Oh yeah, uh, no, is the Lala, I just the Lala to know, like, What was that, James?
2: Why would anybody choose cumin to like describe her? Because cumin's like a really interesting spice.
1: No, see, you have to watch the Lala Perusa pit stop with Bianca and Brooklyn Heights. And at one point, Brooklyn calls Spice Pepper, confuses the fuck <laughs> okay. out of Bianca. She's like, who?
3: And they and just spend like, the rest of the episode going through different spices. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it is. Uh, I think at one point, garlic salt. Like, it was just, yeah. Oh, it, it was fantastic. it's somebody on YouTube just put a compilation of Bianca and Brooklyn calling spice other names. And it was, it was everything, but let's, uh, let's jump back to the way we're going to do this kind of how we do our micros for like a TV series or a season. And uh, we'll talk about the things in season 15 that we've liked so far. Uh, we will then hop into things that maybe have not impressed us all that much in um, in in the season so far, and uh, we'll we'll wrap it up with uh, what we hope for the final half of the season, the second half of the season, and our predictions for the uh, top four queens. Sound good to you all? Sounds good. Yep. Good, because that's what we were going to do anyway. So, (laughs) let's go for this ride. Party. (laughs) Um, I need you to be a little bit more Valley Girl, James, in that delivery, please. Party. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Scene closed. Could that be a a Master cheese theater?
2: Dun, 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 oh. Lord in heaven.
1: <laughs> all right. So let's get into some of the things that we have enjoyed. I will throw it over to, let's do this round robin style. So that way we don't all, one person doesn't get to steal all the good stuff. Uh, we'll go around. We'll start with Brian. What's something season 15 has brought that you have uh,
0: really enjoyed so far? Sasha Colby. That's mm. it. Pretty much. And I'm sorry. I know that's like the one everyone would say. But honestly. uh, Okay. Uh, somebody else can elaborate on Sasha Colby. But by the way, Sasha Colby. I think I've enjoyed. Uh, Rue seems to have a little more engagement than she has sometimes had in the past. And her excitement about this, and and it could all be totally fake and or she just got like mad lingo money. I don't know what it is, but she uh, she seems a little more. She has a little more give a fuck than I think I've seen in a few seasons. So that's nice. I appreciate that. I think on the opposite side, uh, uh, Michelle Visage seems to have less and is like mostly just all phoning it in, particularly when she's giving acting advice she's
1: not she's not getting that sweet sweet lingo money so
0: indeed I and mean, then <laughs> she's not been on the uh uh uk big brother i mean i don't know i don't maybe she has been on another season of that who knows but i don't, I don't who knows what the, goes on over across the pond but um queen yeah of i the think I, oh she does do queen of the universe That thought there you that go that goes somebody. on across the pond <laughs> that's true um queen i think i think whose engagement has given a little more life to the show i think I've been relatively surprised and somewhat pleased by the challenges being a, a sort of a remix of some old stuff, but with some new stuff in there. Um, but yeah, such Colby. Mostly.
1: <laughs> love it. Love it. James, what about you? What's a, what's a positive takeaway from season 15, the first half.
2: Two things. Um, just the sheer diversity of like the types of Queens we got this year. Like, I feel like seasons (laughs) I mean, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about like So for like lack of a better term, you know, every season has like there's like a bunch of look queens. We have like a lot we have like a big smattering of queens this season. We have a stunt queen, we have a fashion queen, we have a everything queen, Sasha Colby. we Like it's, it's, it's a big, it's a big, diverse group this year. You know, I've never, I don't think I've seen like a really diverse and very talented group this, like I've seen like this since, I don't know, what was the season Aquaria was on? 10? Um. So, but, um... I am also loving Anitra um, because you better walk that fucking duck, but also at the same time, continuously everything she's put out is just surprising me. Like when she walked out with that dress, which I'll talk about later, and she just turned around. I'm like, wow, that's that, that's actually gorgeous. Thank you. I, I don't know. I just I think she's. I don't know. I liked it. I, I, I like. I no, like...
1: I, I. I I would agree with you. Anitra is a very likable queen. I just I wish there was more of her on the show, and that's maybe partially because she's not such a an outspoken queen, and they give the camera time to those queens who love to eat that camera up. So you know, it happens. Jamie, what about you? What has been tickling your fancy this season?
3: Both of my favorite parts of this season being Sasha Colby, who won the minute she walked in the room, um, and Anitra, who I don't think gets enough credit for being low-key hilarious. Like, the the one-liners from this season that I'm going to remember have come from Anitra. Um, Somewhat controversial, because I'm going to say the same thing when we get to the things we don't like, but I've liked the shorter episodes. Oh, me too. I I think the strategy that we're seeing from MTV about those shorter episodes is somewhat illogical because I feel like there were 800 queens and we were getting three second runways and we're going to be getting 90 minute episodes when there are too few queens to fill 90 minutes. But I like the pace of the show with the shorter episodes.
1: Yeah, I oddly agree with you. And I mean, maybe it's because I'm used to you know the sixty minute episodes from seasons what nine and before or before nine uh before the jump to v h one when it was on logo, but there are times when it is a little weird and, and I know that that'll that's what you're alluding to in the saying it again and the what we don't like about the season so far, yeah, but I definitely i i i feel you there. And I don't I don't think that always having that extra time is needed. Uh, for me, I have enjoyed really just kind of seeing this journey and the way that the editing has been going. It's not always great, um, but I like the way that they've thrown in some curveballs with Snatch game being earlier. Um, it was definitely a mixed bag with having the shorter episodes and wanting to have it earlier. Because one of the best things about All-Stars is we get to see that in episode usually two. It's usually talent show or in the most recent seasons of All-Stars. We go with a, a talent show usually, and then we do Snatch Game because you get the most amount of queens in there. They're coming back. They've ha- they have the money. They have the time, to really kind of hone this they know it's there although 15 years in if you don't know or 14 years in snatch game debuted on the on season two you know that it's there and you should be preparing for it just like with sewing challenges you should have some concept of being able to put something together whether it is with a sewing machine or hot glue gun figure it out figure it out but giving these queens an opportunity with 14 queens left was something that the fans have always been like, oh, it's a shame that this queen didn't make it to Snatch Game. Oh, this queen probably would have killed in Snatch Game. We got to see 14 out of the 16 queens do Snatch Game this season. Would I have liked a bit?
3: (laughs) I feel like we got to see about four of the 15 queens that were left do Snatch Game. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed.
1: They showed us the four that were the best.
3: <laughs> or worse. <Agreed. laughs> in, in that case.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No,
3: no, no. I've I uh, longed for an iconically bad Snatch Game for a while now. So I appreciate Paprika I for mean, giving us that.
1: We will remember it for a while. I won't remember Trisha Paytas. No. But I will remember Miley. And who was the other one? Who else, yeah. who else was
2: bad that? Was it Aura? What did Erethral do? Who? Erethral? That zero calorie sugar substitute?
1: Wow. That that joke was way more intelligent
3: than I am. <laughs> you read the same oh, article no, say so. about giving you cancer, I, didn't you? <laughs>
2: Correct. I was, like, sitting here, I was like... So, I could say Splenda, which also gives you cancer, but Splenda's also now expensive. rethral is cheap, and apparently, like, having 25% um, of the daily value in your bloodstream can cause a stroke, a heart attack, cancer.
1: Oh. Um, and she did Trisha Paytas. That's who she was. Oh,
2: yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Sorry. I think that was on purpose, though.
1: I mean, but... The thing was, is she was bad, but it wasn't memorable. No. Like there, were, like there were things that you probably could have done as Trisha Paytas, and, and honestly, at this point, it wasn't even that she that Spice did them, like did her Miley as Miley. She was just comically bad for whatever it was, like whatever like, she was attempting he did her to Miley do.
3: As Goofy, the cartoon dog, for some reason.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, every time that Gooby yucks, I'm just gonna picture uh, spices, Miley Cyrus for sure.
0: Do you think that like spice and uh, sugar, they uh, their perception of what is entertaining is so drastically different than what works on TV because their medium is TikTok, like TikTok or other like Instagram, whatever reels. You have to get in and get out really hard, fast, and tell a story really quickly and. I, or just do nonsensical shit like i guess they were doing do you think that's partly why they just did not really land as well as they uh should have or maybe could have i i don't know i have not talked to someone who is young enough <laughs> to maybe understand and appreciate what they were doing uh but i don't know do you think that was part of the issue there
3: i think it was i think i think the medium that they were thrown into and the medium that they come from are so drastically different that I think they did Snatch Game as well as they were capable of doing it. It just never is going to land on TV like it would in a one minute TikTok.
1: Well, and this is my take on that. Yes, the medium definitely is different, but they're not improvers. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube even is not a an improv ground when you are by yourself and you're creating this content. You do things. You make jokes in these videos. You put them out there, and then people can watch them and either engage or not engage. When you're now in a room full of other people and RuPaul and the pit crew as the, the contestants – Less engaging this time around. Um, hey, except for they the... spent a
3: lot of time cutting the hole in those
1: <laughs> That was the best part of Snatch Game was the fact that they took out that little window so you could stare at their bulges during uh, the question asking portion. But they don't they don't know how to volley and they don't know how to read a room in their performance. In my opinion, because online in a in a in a platform like TikTok or Instagram Reels or YouTube you create and then you post and you go you're not getting that feedback yeah. you don't change you can't change midstream and i think that was their biggest downfall but i agree with you
3: Jamie they did it to the best of their abilities and and in fairness there are a lot of more traditional drag queens that also can't do that in snatch game correct absolutely yes yes
2: although i will say Uh, for two bedroom queens and tiktok queens their makeup is phenomenal oh yeah
1: i don't i don't expect any less though honestly like a lot of these social media queens that's what they do if their Mm -hmm. makeup was busted i'd be really fucking shocked
3: But the fact that they can produce that makeup in this pressure cooker situation, I think, is impressive. Because a lot of those TikTok queens have three days to get a look together. Yes.
1: I'm curious if if they delayed, like, those runways. Because there have been talks about past contestants. And even, like, Willem has talked about, like, they would tell each other, oh, paint slower, paint slower. To stretch out the amount of time because they're only given forty five minutes, but if the girls aren't ready, what are they going to do? You can't really film a show without the queens that are you know the contestants on your show. So I wonder if they, you know, if there was any kind of slowing down or I mean they didn't get the Kamora Hall um, edit where it made it look like they RuPaul was being you know held up because uh, she was the only queen back there still getting ready before the, the the fashion show mini challenge so but no their 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 looks and their makeup definitely spot on their aesthetic is their aesthetic was there variety that's for you to decide dear listener <laughs> because I'm not gonna get red for filth or death threats by saying anything negative about These two homosexuals from Long Island. I'm still mad that we did not... I'll I'll say this in my my what made me mad. Michelle Visage did not make more Long Island jokes after episode one. And that was... Or two, technically. And that was very upsetting for me. I wanted more Jones Beach, Roosevelt Fields, all of that.
3: Pat Pat is upset that this television program is not aimed directly at him.
0: Yeah. From the beginning. No, Absolutely. I am the main character hey, in my own but you story, know
2: what? so. You know, Michelle can go Lucy Laduka all she wants because, you know what? She's fucking funny, but at the same time, it also reminds me of every time one of my, I don't know... I could literally list off of my left hand the amount of names that are like stereotypically Italian that I have that are great uncles like Marion Mario, tony like, and just be like, yep yeah, they they sound just like that. <laughs> so
1: that is definitely uh Italian and Jersey <sighs> through and through in uh in that um. So let's do a quick round of things that maybe have not impressed us this season. And then uh, we'll do a quick run through some of the episodes and and chat about some highlights. Um, I don't want to get into too in-depth because uh, we're not doing individual recaps for each of the episodes. But there were some good things that have come out of uh, most of the episodes this season. And I think that we uh, we should give them their due. And we've already kind of mentioned some of it, so I, I figure why not. But let's go, uh, let's go back around and give some maybe lowlights of season fifteen. Brian, what has not captivated and entranced you about this season?
0: I will say that I don't like the edits of the sixty-minute episodes. I feel like they cut the parts that I'm most interested in, which is the runway, the critiques, and I don't feel like it's cutting into some of the smaller moments in the in the in the workroom, so that's fine. But I I don't I don't love the edit. I am particularly baffled, and we mentioned this why the end of the season is going to get ninety minute episodes when really it should have almost been reversed. But I whatever that is what it is. Everyone said their piece. It's it's sort of a fun thing. Uh, in terms of the queens, um, I think my least. Favorite has been Lux Noir. Is that her name? Lux Noir Brook. What's her Lux?
3: London. It, it London does not matter because she is AI generated. Drag race quote.
0: <laughs> She's the chat GPT of drag. I love that. Uh I I think what it is is her her, her craft is fine. It's that like, that's not my issue. There is a there is a certain attitude that I got. And at first it was like, oh, confidence, great you 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 go into drag as as a mistress would say drag delusion, and she's you know not she had coined that term uh, and I feel like there have been moments where I'm like, okay, yeah, she's good, but she's not as good as her confidence like demonstrates, but I also just don't wanna i feel weird about saying that and just because like, you know I don't know she she is good, some people love her, but I just anytime she comes on. And, and is is mainly in the uh, the uh, what do you call it the uh, the interviews confessionals. That's when I think I get most of that sass and and and, and attitude. And it's like eh, okay, fine. I just I don't know. It's youth. What are you gonna do?
2: I, I I'm going to say a statement, everybody, and it might make people really angry. But um, she has the delusion of Valentina with the confidence of Naomi Smalls. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And like I say that because she goes out on the stage with these gorgeous garments, but like and I, I, I say this because like I as no negative intent to any person who identifies as female, but like when you go out on a stage in something that resembles a bikini and you don't even powder your chest to make the skin there look like it's not going to reflect and shine right back into the camera. Like women do. So their tits don't look oily and shiny or like, it's it's just
3: oiled up. I thought that was intentional.
2: But like, that's, that's also part of the point is like, I feel like they go out there they're like, this outfit I'm wearing is the nicest thing that I could have put on. I look sickening. I look gorgeous. And I'm like, honey, this thing, it's a
3: piece of fabric. Or if it's the ball, it's a piece of fabric with some plastic wrap glued to it. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's uh, its going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like this Jolly Rancher wrapper I have on the desk right now
1: hmm I mean, I'm not gonna disagree. Uh, so James, we'll throw it over to you now. What's uh, something that has not tickled your fancy from season 15?
2: So I don't like the shorter episodes because I there love seeing multiple looks of like you know the runways. but uh can we also just talk about how flat Daytona wins two fell? Because it was literally
1: oh, fifteen seconds long. Fifteen
2: seconds—that shit went on forever. No, but like, the, but like there no, were, like the filming of it. Like,
3: there uh, were dead yeah, spaces thought, that lasted fifteen seconds.
2: <laughs> but I,
1: I, this is my thing, and this is the only thing. Like, I I understand where you're coming from, and I know that there are parts of 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 it that I I will agree with you. But do we really need to see all of the the making of? If that's no. not what the like if the that's not time. what the the challenge is like if, like just show me the final part of it because you you they utilize in the longer episodes they utilize that to direct the story and oh let's either show let's let's give Kylie in All Star Six during that American Horror Story the Ryan Murphy inspired challenge um, oh yeah. they use that to be like oh kylie's fumbling and then they show oh triumphant like this is how good she did okay she's the winner or they use it in the opposite direction and they say okay here's this person fumbling like crazy and now they're in the bottom uh like nina and valentina okay. in in season two, uh, nine yeah nine
2: but i will say they, this they did that is that Most of the iconic drag race moments that we have have come from the filming or these making of parts of the challenge. And I say that because, you know, it's, it's just, I find it incredibly funny. And it also gives us, you know, ideas of like why they get the critiques that they do. So at the end, you know, when, I don't know, what's her name? At least to me who I also love this queen fairly dearly mistress literally nails every line so flat, but then almost wins or wins the challenge. If I believe correctly. And I'm sitting there and I was like, yeah, I'm I'm sitting there and I was like, okay. um, If you did so good and they gave you little to no direction during the filming, and they were like, "You were so good," but all of us are sitting there, like, "Okay, um, did the edit they had of you doing good just be too good?" And then we got the literally like you were being fed the lines in in the earpiece, and you were repeating after somebody. Is that what we got? Because there were other queens in there that I was like, "Wow, you're you're actually doing pretty good," and apparently they did awful so i don't know it's is it, somebody who likes being detail-oriented sometimes i think that's an area where i would have absolutely loved to be detail-oriented and gotten like you know the back to, but we got what we got but i also think that the longer episodes we are going to get in you know this back end of the season that we're going to be seeing i i, I actually think will be pretty good because uh i'm ready to watch anitra murder mm
1: watch us get to these longer episodes and then they're horrible like they edit them to just be like see this is why we didn't give you 90 minutes for for the first nine weeks well 10 weeks because we still don't get a longer episode on this next one this march 10th i think is the uh the return to 90 minute episodes yeah i think you're right because there is some other show that they're gonna put on in that hour spot some like um, like test run, show that they're putting on this coming this coming
2: week after episode ten. Yeah, there's some there's some art challenge or art challenge show coming on. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I I, I remember seeing the commercial for it, and I was like, oh, this is why there's still another week after the Real Friends Arfo Wefo, as Dan likes to say. Uh, Arfo fo Arfo Weho. Uh, but yeah, no, I and and I I get where you're where you're coming from, James. I think I, I when I look at it, I look at the old school episodes, and we got a lot of those things, like thank you detox, and like there, there's all these little moments, but the challenges didn't take up like fifteen to twenty minutes of the episode, like they do now. And for an episode like for Daytona Wins Two to fall that flat in that long of a a space that they gave it, it really like I I could have taken five minutes less of that and put that into into the uh, the the making of or the critiques, but it, it's 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 going to definitely be a season that will be remembered interestingly for sure. Jamie, what about you?
3: So I'm going to pile on here, I guess, and say that I I also do not like the edit that they are getting on the shorter episodes because it is obvious that they did not film these to be 60 minute episodes. They filmed them to be 90 and they are making strange cuts to get them to where they want them to be. I think it would have been a much different season if they had filmed this knowing that it was going to be 60 minute episodes.
1: So now let me throw that. I'll throw this out to you because you brought it up or to anybody. They film the same way every season. Do you think, and I don't know if we know this. I don't think it's been said. Do you think that these episodes were edited and made into 90 minute episodes? And then they found out not long before it had to go to like put, be put in and finalized. And then they said, oh, no, we have to do 60-minute episodes. And they went back in and said, okay, we have crafted the story. Now let's take out, uh, what is it? So it's 60 minutes, 90, 42. What is that, 18 minutes? Find 18 minutes to get rid of. And they went in and sliced out. And that's why things feel more jumpy and jittery, especially at the beginning. Like episodes three, four, five.
3: Yeah, I absolutely think that's what happened. I think somewhere there exists a 90-minute cut of all of these episodes.
0: I agree. I think that this felt a little like, and I don't know, maybe it wasn't last minute, but remember when they had to edit out Sherry Pie? Yeah. And I think they probably got the memo a little later than they intent, than they would have wanted the time to successfully edit it down. And yeah, it was like, oh God, we got to cut that much. Uh. <laughs> so that's why the runways are like a... I don't know. Oh. Flash, Mahabharata. They're just—they're just so fast.
1: And I feel like the last couple of episodes, and maybe this is just me. I feel like the last couple of episodes feel a little smoother, and it's almost like they had more time with these, so they were able to kind of finesse them better than episodes three, four, five, where that really felt very chopped up and very choppy
3: with the editing. I think you're right that they had more time to edit it, but they also with fewer Queens, they had more filler that they could edit out.
0: Yeah.
1: There is more breathing room to, to have that kind of flow through it all. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I will say that, and I think uh, James may have hit on this before as part of why he didn't like the edit really, my my thing that I haven't liked, in addition to what we've already talked about, is that piece of the judges talking amongst themselves. I miss Ru saying "Bring back my girls." I miss um, a lot of of that to it. I also don't love. I don't love the drama this season. It feels so weird. And maybe that is also a a victim of the edit and the way that these episodes had to be edited. But it really feels it feels odd and off and like this new vanilla nin vanilla in uh Glenn Weldon on Twitter, I think in referencing Drag Race. Uh, talked about the fact that like the, the villains are now very vanilla because, you know, social media is such a huge thing and all these eyes are on these queens. But I do also, like, I like Mistress a lot and I like how she can be kind of catty and, and read and do all these things. But there is also a little bit of it where I feel like it sometimes goes a little too far or she's that type of person who maybe it does doesn't, doesn't read the room because she's so used to it. And it's so it's so tough because I spent so many years around drag queens at the Parliament House and being in the dressing room and hearing how these girls talk to each other. And, you know, queens that are... Like, when the Rue girls would come in, and they would still be catty and be, be fun with each other. But in a pressure cooker situation, like the whole Metalgate thing with uh, Malaysia, like, these queens, they have to act like it's been weeks. At this point, it's been, like, what two weeks, you know? Maybe when all this stuff is kind of coming to a head, so they don't know each other all that well, and they they sometimes think, "Oh, I can push the envelope here," and sometimes people have experiences in their life where they get kind of abused and taken advantage of like that. And there was a whole conversation that they had around like the fact that Malaysia said that she was being bullied, and like, oh. You know we shouldn't be using terminology like that because the fans
3: will take it and run with it.
1: But how can you sit there and tell the person that that's like that's not how they feel?
3: Oh, that was what? my reaction when she said, "Let's not use the bully word." Is that's exactly what a bully would say, <laughs> right?
1: But can I tell? Can I tell you what really the the one thing that really made me not like uh, Men in Black was when. Missus isabel brooks on sibling watchery bob calls Missus isabel brooks men in black all the time because it's always they shorten it down to mib um for those listening brian had this look on his face like who the fuck is he talking about so i'm
0: like did sorry. i just shift into a weird alternate reality <laughs> did you men in black me
1: <laughs> yes so when they cut to a confessional and she sat there and said Sasha Colby just keeps coming in here like she's the mother and and you're making everything a teaching moment. (laughs) I swear, I almost jumped through my television and back in time to when they recorded this and said, ma'am, you respect your elders and you respect your mother and you do not talk about Sasha Colby that way.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we all reacted to that moment the same way that, uh, what's her name, Marsha's fans reacted on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh no, what happened there? Wasn't it Marsha's fans that got MIB banned from Instagram? Oh, yep. yeah, yep. that's right. Yeah.
1: Because they because she said to her her look was, what, cheap? Or, or something along those lines, Wait,
3: and yeah. Let's be honest. Come for me. I don't care. Who is that into Marsha that you're going to go after another queen for her?
0: <laughs> and especially, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Marsha's funny and interesting. I like her, but, like, not yeah i think i think she represents the musical theater community so and and there's a lot of a lot a lot of passionate musical theater folks out there i love they're great people no yeah. not at all <laughs> so i i don't know but it still surprises me they would do that but uh, you know everything well, that happens on you know the know internet surprises said? me on a minute by minute basis so the thing is she's you a skinny what white said about twink
1: oh god what did what did dan say about Marsha?
2: Dan said that Marsha is everything that he wanted Jan to be.
0: Ah! <laughs> you mean Jan. And talented? do you know what no.
2: I said? Not this. <laughs> this is, is what exactly said, what then? I said. I was like, I was like, do you know what, Dan? That makes a lot of sense. And he was like, oh, why? And I was like, well, for one, uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha has actually been and is currently on a tour on Broadway. Um... <laughs> And on top of that, uh, she's actually kind of likable and doesn't scare me when she
3: starts screaming. I mean, singing high notes. Also, do these 12 year olds have they seen the Brady Bunch? Like, because that's kind of the whole idea. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't think so. But. No, they've watched uh, a
0: YouTube person reacting to watching the Brady Bunch. That's how they watch things now. Don't you pay attention? That's fair. And, and the movie, their not the show. Oh, totally the movie. Yeah, yeah. Not the show. What the show? Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. Maybe. Maybe they got really high and watched the um, Brady Bunch movie with RuPaul on it because they were <sighs> because they saw it on Netflix and they were like, "Wow, this is really funny." And then they go and watch old things of the Brady Bunch, and they're like why is this bitch brushing her hair 500 times on each side?
1: (laughs) I was like, you're referencing the movie, which still came out like a hundred years ago because Christine Taylor, who played Marsha or Jan in the movie is, I think our age or maybe a little older than us, like somewhere in that ballpark. So yeah, it's been, it's been a while. I, I, uh, yeah, it's been a very interesting season for this drama And the fans just take it to a whole other toxic level And we'll air quote those fans Because that is just
3: not Well, and the the how. drama also sometimes feels like Mistress will say one thing that's a little backhanded and offhand And then somewhere in the background you can hear a producer going Say that again, but make sure everybody's around when you say it <laughs>
1: yeah that's for sure you know that is absolutely correct
2: (laughs) I also just love speaking of producers sorry to cut you off this is important Um, but can we talk about how every time Jax I mean uh, Lux speaks when she's like "All right, everybody like we're back in the workroom and I'm like I know there is like reading cards in front of you because they think that you need to be like the documentarian of this entire season.
3: Oh, I have no doubt in there. my mind that Lux knows every scripted word that those producers have fed every queen since season one and recites them from memory. Like she yeah. is is doing an impression of other queens doing the, it's another day in the workroom.
2: I am the most esoteric bitch in the sewer right now.
1: You know that she is definitely the one that is like what do you what do you what do you what's the topic that you want us to talk about today? I'll I'll bring it up, I'll say it. You know she is that girl.
3: Millions of people have lost
2: weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right?
1: Okay, so let's do a quick rundown of some of our highlights from the uh, this first half of episodes. won't get into anything too deep, too crazy, but um, talent show, the split opening together opening, which I will say personally, I'm glad they did it this way. I was really it was a really fresh take on doing that split opening and having the girls coming in two separate groups. So that was uh, just a, a high point for me on that. But what did y'all think of the, the talent show? What stood out to you?
3: You better walk that fucking duck.
0: I think Sasha Colby's number was, to me, art. And pretty much everything else was, um, was fine. Pop really? art, I don't know. Like, other than, I will also give Irene credit for being daring enough you would you would (laughs) i I gotta the seattleites but i I really think that she was she made a bold choice and art is about making i think bold choices sasha and irene made bold choices the rest of those bitches you know they may have been fine but none of them made bold choices in their performances they were very much playing for the cheap seats give them what they want uh, maybe you give uh, what's it? Lucy, she sang, even though she should have never sang on a track that had her own vocals on it, and that just made it horrible. But like, overall, like that's kind of a bold choice, ish. But like, Irene and Sasha, to me, stood out in, 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 in a good way. Although, admittedly, Irene got the want, want edit and was you know doomed from the start. So, what are you
3: gonna do? And and Irene's number, I guarantee, kills in person but there's no way it's going to work in a minute.
0: (laughs) Right. That's what that's also possibly. Yeah. The editing killed it. Yeah. she. I think she was, I I don't, and I don't, did anyone find a video of her doing the original routine? I think I still have not seen that. No. Cause I, 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 and I, if if I ever have a chance to catch her here, I would happily hope that she does it. But I feel like at this point, that's probably also something she doesn't want to have out there in the world. (laughs) <laughs> for someone to show and go, look—it's still not funny. Um, but yeah, I, I just—I think that's absurdism that I kind of—I dig. But um, yeah, the cover songs—I just don't care. I don't care about your song. None of them are good. They're pro, they're like jingles. They're the equivalent of a of a commercial jingle to me, and or a theme or a bad theme song, like you know, and not in a fun superhero kind of way, right?
3: And, that said, I did queen out when Jacks jumped rope with her hair.
0: Oh, that's right. That was nice. So So
1: good. And then when she backflipped and landed gracefully on her titties like into a reverse worm. Uh,
3: The best part of that whole performance was Anitra's commentary on it.
1: Anitra makes everything better. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, I did love Marsha's ballet like Teenage girl obsessed with uh, Ross Matthews to "I'll Make Love to You" by Boys to I
2: cannot tell you how hard I fucking screamed, yes. and it wasn't just like ballet; it was like full-on, like lyrical pointed toe shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, well, oh, you do this professionally."
3: Yeah, she she definitely is a professional performer and dancer, and I wish she were as professional at drag.
1: Ruca ka 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 ka, but accurate, but accurate. Um, and yeah, I will never look at uh, a song I thoroughly enjoy. Lisa Stansfield's "All Around the World" the same way after. Amethyst did that number.
3: Oh, that was such a wasted opportunity. I know. Like It was such a good idea and so badly pulled off.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree, though, with Brian on Sasha Colby's number. I I absolutely did love that, for sure. I also love that she
3: got to explain it in the Untucked on that one. Yes. Yes.
1: Not all the Untucks are... Needed <laughs> or provide a lot of extra stuff but but getting to hear her talk about um her her father's struggles with mental illness and being able to utilize her art to kind of process through that and and, and tell that story so good so good uh episode three all queens go to heaven what was the highlight from this?
3: <laughs> the net crack heard around the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for me yeah,
2: too. That was uh, that was pretty iconic. I'm not gonna lie. Um,
3: and so stupid. Like,
2: <laughs> she's sitting there, and I know. I know she was like, Do you know what? If they're gonna make me play God, I'm gonna give them God literally does one move and everybody is dying and i'm like that's you know what i'm gonna give you that because the best way to entertain the audience is give them nothing but everything at the same time and that's what god does nothing
1: i just love the fact that it kept on getting like wilder and wilder every time like the first time it was like just the neck and then it was like a little bit of a leg and then by the end she was almost flat out doing a full dip every time she would do it. And the like, that's just, Oh, that was so good. I also loved when they did the, uh, the other, I think it was the safe group with, um, I forget which of the twins was in the group, but they did the, the, the meet and greet line and they had the four girls and they were like, Oh, it's Eureka. And she like, they, they had them, had her confuse them with other drag race girls. And I was like, oh. Yeah,
3: I wish they had made it's that what they were doing there, if that had read a little more obvious, it would have been funnier. Because they were yes. about halfway through the catchphrases before I realized what was supposed to be happening there.
1: Oh, okay. See, like, I, I got it right away, and I... But it's also because I see them and I go, oh, okay. Mistresses, Eureka, um, Malaysia, Silky, like... I, I I thought it was cute. I did overall. Did it compare to Sasha Colby as God? No, but no. I thought it was. I thought it was entertaining. Uh, Super Size Snatch Game episode four. We've talked a little bit about this. Uh, anybody want to dive into any more highs or lows from uh from this episode? I
2: mean, we did Lucy, not deserve yeah. Lucy Leduc as John Rivers.
3: Yeah, Lucy did the exact thing you're supposed to do in Snatch Game. She picked a character. She didn't even have to come up with any jokes. She just used Joan Rivers' jokes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And she played with Rue. Why don't? And I know it's not. I'm not good at banter either. I totally understand why you would struggle if that's just not your thing. But seriously, that's what every successful queen in in this game does they they take what rue is giving yes and it and back like you take a basic improv class and you probably can do that to some extent and i don't know i feel horrible for these queens that just don't get that and especially when they just come in and just ram road their bits all the way through kind of like um, our our friendly um um spice and sugar and what other condiments
3: well that worked particularly well with Joan Rivers because Joan Rivers when she would do interviews would come back with those one-liners that were sometimes a little bit awkward so even if it didn't land in the room it still was a good impression
0: yeah yeah it was spot on so so good one of my favorites I think of all the of all the, the uh the uh what do you call uh snatch games I did also really like Sasha Colby's Jan Crouch uh having grown up watching a lot of uh pentecostal and baptist you know tammy faye and jan crouch like seeing that represented was 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 kind of a you know like kind of a special uh memory it not in a bad way of my of my past uh but also i don't think Marsha 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 got enough credit for her tim gun i think that one was really
2: she did pretty epic
1: that would have been my call out as well um because I wasn't paying attention during the, the walkthrough, like the, the workroom portions. So I knew somebody was doing it, but I didn't know who it was. And I still couldn't tell who it was, which I think is a really good um, gauge on whether or not they've embodied the character. Because some people will just be themselves as this person. And, and Marsha really was consumed by the spirit of Tim Gunn on that good goddamn day.
3: Yeah, Marsha. Marsha did an excellent Tim Gunn. I am still a little put off by male characters, which I know is problematic, but it's called Snatch Game, <laughs> and what the the distinction between being in costume and being in drag, I think, is where I you lose me on the male characters because Marsha was in costume. Granted, you could also say that Joan Rivers is a costume, but.
0: I don't think he, I don't think or, uh, Marcia like dragged it out enough, but Snatch Game isn't always that way anyway. Like you said, I think oh, for sure. some do really a dragification of the, of the, of the character, but others like, I even think of like Paul Lynn's, uh, Ben De La Crim's Paul Lynn and like that one was sort of dragified, but really not really just because that's how doing yeah that's exactly which he was already a larger than life character so i think it depends on who you choose and then how do you accentuate and exaggerate uh their their characteristics but uh, i I, 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 have
3: had the same reaction to paul in that i did to tim gunn uh, which like little richard i think was the most dragged out version of a male character we've seen
0: well but also again in real life that was the case you know Uh, so again i think if you if you pick a larger than life like a Liberace, i mean i'm not trying to pick all our queer icons but really a inherently dragified person and you do that that's kind of the same as doing like a paul lind as a larger than life person who just isn't as outlandishly dressed i think i don't know but i understand your point it is drag race it is snatch game in the tradition of drag and having like, you know, really out there portraits of different people. You do want that, but I, I I give them a pass because if the performance sells it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm there for it.
3: One more thing to mention about snatch game. This is the first season where there have been multiple characters that I am too old to know who they are at all.
0: (laughs) This is your first time. (laughs) Oh, Like there there are people that I'm All not right, familiar with that
3: have been on prior seasons, but like whoever um I'm forgetting her name too, because she's not particularly memorable. The the one that All right, should have Danny. been in the bottom and wasn't.
1: Aura Mayari?
3: Aura. Whoever that character was I have never heard of this person. <laughs> Same.
1: Oh yeah, Bretman Rock. Oh, right. I well, I, I, just, I mean,
3: so as yeah. somebody
2: who grew up in that era of YouTube, and is also slightly older than Sugar and Spice, actually a lot older, but uh
1: you're like three years older than I'll that. I'll just Calm tell now. you.
2: I know. Um, <laughs> literally, there was like, I, I sat there and I was like, "Wow!" So that that was that. That's your idea for for him was you basically just said you looked like them and then rolled with it you didn't actually do anything that they do which is be insufferable put makeup on their face and scream but uh yeah
1: no and that's i think a problem that a lot of the queens are having is they're like oh i look like this person or oh i can make myself look like this person and they're not embodying the character and utilizing that to to the greatest effect. Um, And then one last little special shout out. I know that we didn't see her a lot in there, but Jax is the Mona Lisa just doing the little tongue thing at the beginning. I just thought that was adorable and and I loved it. Um, House of Fashion. I like this episode because it, it actually reminded me of uh, Canada season one when they did this with the unconventional materials the recycling uh, houses for those who have watched Canada um, what did you all think of uh, them doing these turning uh, home decor into haute based off of the three judges me stood out that well it huh? was actually- I like the. I like the concept, and I will tell you this, the fact that Janelle Monet was there is really, like, the biggest selling point of that episode for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, same. They definitely utilized her well. Yes. Uh, when we get to it, another ho- another guest, they absolutely did not. So, but yes, I was thrilled for you and Janelle. Yes. Yeah, she
1: definitely did get a lot of uh, really poignant or, or correct and positive, like, Usage as of her critiques on on the episode, um, "Old Friends Gold" was episode six with uh, doing some golden gal uh, girl groups. With uh, yeah, <laughs> I
0: I don't know that the execution was good, but I do really enjoy the fact because I don't think this is a this is a new thing they've never done. Is that everyone's memory on this?
1: As far as what I think the, you're right.
0: like, the old. As, yeah, as a co- as a competition or as a as a as a challenge, like I don't. Think they did, a oh, did, did it as a
1: runway. Season ten did it as a runway because Monet had the the saggy titties and the, the right. IV pole.
0: But I mean, I think this is an evolution. I think leaning in on the Golden Girls, like a lot of our drag queen friends and uh, people who we follow, are doing. Thousand percent glad they did it. This was fresh, in execution though. I mean, it was fine.
3: I also am still mad that Sasha Colby that. did not win agreed, the judging on that episode did not match up at all with what they showed us. Like, that was no. the one that Aura won, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, she came I, out of the bottom from the episode before, sure. and then... And
3: yeah, then the ones that I, were all doing backflips in the, the hip-hop group were all in the bottom. Like it, I, it, That episode made no sense to me, judging-wise. Yep. Yeah.
1: Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby, in that, I I could barely remember what she said, but I know that it was the perfect fit for the metal version of that song, Mm -hmm. and I'm still mad that she did not uh, she did not cinch that win. Uh, Daytona win two, we
0: already kind of touched on. I don't think we need to dive into that. Oh, one thing though about that—that's the episode where they had Harvey Gillen as a. Did I say his name? Harvey Harvey Guillen. As a guest, or as a judge, and they didn't use him in Daytona wins. Instead, they brought in Danny Trejo, which I love Danny. He's great. But, like, come on. Also, the fact that I think he had one, maybe two lines at the... Like, I just refuse to believe that he wasn't uh, a lot funnier uh, on set, unless he was just starstruck. I I just... I was very disappointed by that.
3: Well, he he's uh, judged on Dragula a couple of times and also was a little understated. So they may not have had much... To work with from him
0: hmm. okay
1: and then our middle of the the uh the season episode eight the lala
3: Perusa. see this is the one that i'm mad they didn't have a winner so that sasha Kobe could win <laughs>
0: right so much
2: can we For
1: the second
0: place can we also just
2: talk about the with like the abuse of anitra i'm oh
0: sorry. My god
3: <laughs> they how, yeah, how do you have fuck her go over Kobe and then make her do it
0: two more times? She she deserves a silky nutmeg ganache award for just that 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 uh, stamina and just oh, yeah. killing. It I was everyone. like,
2: slam your! I was like, slam your fucking you know crotch on the ground one more time, and I <laughs> swear to God, you are not just going to pop; you are going to bounce.
1: <laughs> I am so mad that they did not. That they did not pull a a twist. Because I think it would have made the fucking gays go crazy. Is if they had said, Sasha, Shantae, you stay. And then saved Anitra as well. And not had that three-way lip sync. And not had that ridiculous, oh, the person whose ball we pick will then save one of the other two queens. Like, for real though? For real? Like, Anitra was used as, like, the person to just make these things happen that production was was doing. Yeah, this this yeah. was
3: the hand of production, trying to make sure that their elimination order stayed what they wanted it to be mm-hmm. as hard as yeah. they could. Because, yeah, Spice
1: should have gone home in this episode, for sure. Um, I will also give a shit ton of credit to Selena Titties. I laughed my ass off to her performance of It's All Coming Back to Me Now. I Same. fucking love that. It was so good. And the fact that Lux said she was a little lock-gagged. <laughs> no, you did not. That No, there was no competition. Yeah, None. Let's,
3: let's all talk about how Lux should have been the one that was in that three-way lip-sync.
1: Amen. Oh my god, and then she won against Anitra and uh, Jax yeah. in the second round? The f- What?! I still don't shenanigans. Yeah. Shenanigans. Um and then final episode uh that is aired as we as of this recording 200th episode the crystal ball James I know uh, I know we're we're looking to wrap it up here shortly but I know you have thoughts and opinions and I'm going to try to have Zen come over me
2: Are you ready for some Sasha Colby slander, everybody? I'm giving myself one minute. All right. Um, So um, first off, if you come out on the stage and your dress is literally just a fucking floor-length mermaid gown and you remove your midsection with a bandeau for your top, I am sorry. That is not a look. That is lazy. Second off, um, if your idea is coming out in high fashion when it's literally a chest of appliques that you did not make, you glued and or sewed them together and then taped two sticks to your arms and, and call it fashion I do not care I do not care if the person who hand sewed a spine and arms and one of the most well cut dresses that has ever walked down that stage I am sorry Anita was robbed
3: except for the fact that um, we saw that dress walk down the runway on Oramayari like three episodes prior to that
1: True. I don't care also I will say this oh, um, yes Anitra's third look gorgeous gorgeous but you talk about Sasha just gluing or, or sewing appliques together Anitra didn't make those crystals herself like she wasn't back there fashioning things herself she was gluing that shit to the or you know attaching it to the fabric as well so whatever but her second look was the worst thing i saw on that, that stage oh, the entire time her tappy titties no ma'am i wasn't a fan of her first look either but that that was a that was a, a neutral for me but her second look was so not good and that's why she was high so Sasha first. so i it no oh, there is I... no comparison of sasha's first look to anitra's second look At all. Uh, The lively debates about about Dry Queen's bald looks.
3: I I will agree with you, though. I probably wouldn't have given Sasha that win. Just because... it. By no means should she not have been in the top, but I I do agree that Anitra's last look, despite the fact that the idea was ripped off from one that she saw earlier in the season was the best made garment of the ones that they made there.
1: But it's a three it's a three-score look. Like it's a three-score night. You can't give somebody the win off of that look. I will give you that Anitra's third look best best look of the night for sure. But I don't think that that look overcomes her second look and her first look was mid. Like it was, I you said know, what I it, said. No, and then and that's what we love about this is that you can have your opinion and we can still be friends. Because these are opinions. And Yours I'm also might be okay wrong. With
3: Sasha getting an an unearned win there when she's been robbed of two other wins this season.
1: I mean I mean true. It was it was the it was the revenge for the Ora Mayari uh robbery. Though the, the dress that was taken from Aura's look did not did not beat her on this one. Um yeah, the, it, it was. I I think overall, and I will say this: seeing Magnus Hastings shoot that dress, the her first look, the one that James absolutely hates, it looked stunning in the Magnus Hastings shots. It did not read the same way on the runway in the short time we saw it on TV. In in photographs on social media, was so much. It it, it, it I saw it and was like, okay, I understand why she won. Because the other, like all three
3: looks together, I can definitely see it.
1: But I but thought also, that the ball
3: that that look on Sasha Colby, even on the runway, was the first time we've seen her come out this season and just look beautiful. Like she yeah. looks stunning. Dress aside,
1: I mean, yes, that's why she's your favorite drag queen's favorite drag queen, the one and only Sasha Colby. Um. Yeah, I, I think overall, it, I think for me, the while the ball did feel a little, I wish it was longer, I I do think that the editing wasn't so bad for this episode when it included a mini challenge and a performance by RuPaul and then three looks from these queens, these top nine queens. So overall, I, I thought, I think that the editing is getting a little better as we're getting ready to go back to 90 minute episodes. <laughs> Um, so last thing that we're gonna we're gonna do before we sign off from this episode is uh give our hot take for the top four. I don't remember what we said aside from Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby sasha Colby um the last time, so we'll have to uh go back and check against what we've said, but we'll uh we'll do that at the end of the season once we've uh found out who the top four were and we'll see how right we were preseason. And mid season when we get to the end game, so Brian, who are your top four for season fifteen?
0: I would do Sasha Colby, Lucy Laduka. Uh, I'm gonna say Marsha, Marsha, and Anitra. I'm probably missing somebody. Oh, Mistress! Uh, oh, that's I think top four. No, I know. I'm, it, I'm trying to debate. Do I sub oh. out Mistress or somebody for Mistress? But. Um, given unfortunately the track record of drag race for uh, plus size Queens. um, I mean, I don't know. I think she probably can hang in there. So I'll sub out Marsha for, um, for mistress. I don't think Marsha is going to make it to the top four. So uh, yeah, Sasha, Lucy, uh, Anitra and uh, mistress.
1: Solid top four. James, what about you?
2: Um, I would say Sasha, Colby, Anitra, mistress and i believe Marsha. and the reason i say that is because Marsha did surprise us all okay and if the anything that she is she is one of the most consistent people on that stage now i think my hot take is they are not giving sasha colby the winning edit I don't think anybody's being um, given winner at it
1: right now. But yeah, I no, mean, I'm sorry.
2: I'll just say I'll just say this is that the people who are talking the most right now are not Sasha Colby. Like the, the we do not see enough of her. And I think that's it's very weird considering how good she is. The do they even have a
0: winner? She has. Do they have a winner yet? I don't know that they have a winner. No. No, no, no!
2: But
0: just yeah. like, like in know. in the production side of it, they are leaving their options open. But I totally take your point. They aren't giving her a lot of interview time, and I don't know why that is. But yeah, that's interesting.
1: She's also a don't um, if it's like, more soft-spoken you know, queen.
3: I I feel like I mean, we but, are getting a so lot of was, talk ahead from her, though. She's just not getting the the moments in those. I, I feel like she's getting the, we want people to like this queen enough to win, but not enough to want her back for All-Stars. Cool.
2: See, that has now, been a
3: consistent talking point for I would you.
2: Say, I would say that I think that I believe the internet Reddit rumors, which is that Sasha Colby is not going to win. They're going to bring her back for another All-Stars and she'll win that.
1: I mean, because they Reddit can make more money off the of her, her fans, so. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm just like, I, you know,
1: yeah, I, I, and I think to Jamie's point, like, I see where both of you are coming from. I, I feel like there isn't a full, like, nobody's getting a winner's at it yet this season. Um, and maybe that's because there are shorter episodes, so we don't have as much time to, and so many queens that we don't have time to really but, focus on one in particular, at
3: this at this point in the season, unless they are trying to change people's minds about somebody, they're not ever going to get a winner's edit yet. Yeah, like Aquaria got the winner's edit this early on because they knew that they had to convince us that she was a winner <laughs> based on this first few episodes.
1: I mean, sure. Yeah. Jamie, who is your uh, your pick for top four?
3: Um, Sasha Colby, Anitra. Lucy and I'm gonna say Lux because they are they seem to just be dragging her along this season. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, and I will echo Anitra and Sasha from you guys. I see Mistress going top four. Um, she's done well, and I uh, I kind of want to see Lucy. Um, because just because they've kind of given her this delusional edit, but I feel like Lux will go to the top four over her. So that's where, where I think, uh, one real quick last question. Do we think that, uh, drag race has gone too meta at this point where they're just, uh, using their own catchphrases is less pop culture being taken in and being utilized. I think, and, uh, I think if you remove using it... London from this cast, no, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I mean, they like, the ball did, ball
1: was all about their own, their own show. But they've they have done that before.
0: they uh, That's yeah. my point. They have absolutely done this before. And I've been saying this for years that that show has got to like go completely back to ground zero because it, it's, it's so incestuous. It's so meta, meta, meta. It's just, uh, it's, it's, there's moments where it works and I, and I'm, and I'm all yeah. in. And then there's stuff where I'm like, no, you're, you gotta, you've jumped so many sharks at this point that you're only surviving by your, uh, your fonz of of your, of your cast, you know, I just, yeah, no.
2: If I have to hear Dragon on a dime one more time, I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love Dragon on a dime though. It's a good That's challenge. I right? do too. Just... I do too. Not when they've done it nine times.
1: There. True. True.
2: Well, thank you, my council yes, James. Has become
1: meta. Yes. Uh, I, 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 I think that uh, in some cases, I do like it. In some cases, I'm kind of, it's a little too much for me. But thank you the Council of Jameses. It's been a lovely midseason recap. We are. Thank you, dear listeners, for uh, joining us. Make sure to check out our website, flameonshow.com. And our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash flameonshow. We'll be back in two more weeks. Brian, James, Jamie, thank you. I'll give you a moment to say goodbye to the dear fans.
2: Bye, fans. We, have, I was like, well. we are the Benny James are in.
0: <laughs> oh, love it. Never gets old.
2: I love it. Well, thank you all. We're literally and, sitting uh, here and the street people can't understand what we're talking about.
3: Are there. I'm not are sure there we always understood what we were talking about. No. The joke I is no use the
2: voice. <laughs> uh,
1: anyway, well, thank you all so much. We'll see you next time. Bye,
2: bitches.